Good morning and happy Mother's Day. Pastor John here, excited, um, had a little technical difficulty, but we're, we've got victory over that. And we are here excited to celebrate uh, this Mother's Day to you. So to all the moms that are out there, we love you. Happy Mother's Day. And, um, and it's just going to be a great day uh, to celebrate uh, the Lord and celebrate His goodness in our life. And, um, and so if you have your Bible, uh, I'd like you to go ahead and open up to Luke chapter 1. I'm actually going to share, uh, I really felt the Lord was leading to, He re- was reminding me of the very first Mother's Day sermon that I spoke as a pa- as as pastor of Faith Center Church. So, man, uh, I don't even know how many years ago that was. Two thousand four, and um, so it was the very first Mother's Day sermon. I felt like he said, uh, you know, he, the the scriptures that I shared, which are scriptures that I, I love. I love these. I love these scriptures that I'm going to share today. And I felt like he said, go back. Go back and teach that. Go back and teach these scriptures. So I'm actually going back to teach like the very first Mother's Day sermon uh, that I taught as pastor of Faith Center. So I'm excited about that. And uh, we're going to pray and get in the word here in just a minute. But first, I just want to take a minute and uh, and just uh, celebrate and honor uh, my mom. Uh, my mom is an incredible woman. She was an amazing wife to, to my father. Uh, she um, she was incredible. You know, she uh, she's fun. She's beautiful. She's um, she's life giving. She's full of life. She's an amazing cook. And she would always cook, you know, you know, always make sure we eat our greens. Anybody have mothers out there that would make sure that you ate your greens? Um, but she could make like amazing brownies and cookies. She's amazing. Um, and, and I just love my mom. She she mothered us well. She had to put up with those other kids in the family that were terrible and rotten, but she did a great job <laughs> with me. Um, I remember she used to, uh, if I would, uh, if I would say something that was inappropriate or you know uh, had a potty mouth. Um, she would make me go to the, kid, the, the dining room table, and she would make me write sentences. She would make me write a write hundred times, I will not, you know, whatever. And, and I would have to sit down. It was torture. It was torture. And she made me write this stuff. And other times, she would, she would go and she'd draw a little circle with her finger on, on the wall. She'd draw a little circle with her finger on the wall, and she'd say, put your nose Put your nose against the wall. Put your nose in that circle. Any of y'all ever have a mom say, put your nose on the wall? And so you'd sit there with your, with your <laughs> nose on the wall. Um, and the funniest one, the one that my, my brother and sister and all talk about is, I guess I had like a bad, a bad mouth when I was young. And, and she used to make me, my mom used to make me wash my mouth out with soap. I mean, literally, a bar of soap. And, she, and I had to do it numerous times because I, I just had a bad mouth. And I would have to put soap in my mouth. And, and she would sit there and do it. So one day she told me she had to go to the store, go do something. And she said, she said you know, go, go wash your mouth out with soap. And I'm like, uh, so I knew the routine. 
So I was like, oh, okay. So I go back there. I'm in the bathroom, and my mom had left. She she'd gone, and so my brother and sister came in there, and I am like gnawing on this bar of soap, and it's just like just I'm about to eat it. I'm surprised it didn't go down my throat. <laughs> and as I'm I'm sitting there eating this bar of soap, my brother and sister came in. They peeked in you know, in the bathroom and they were like, what are you doing? And I'm like, uh, you know, mom is, mom is making me eat this bar of soap. Cause I, I, I said a cuss word and, and stuff. And, and they started cracking up laughing. They're like, and they called me Johnny back then. You can't call me Johnny. They called me Johnny. They were like, Johnny, she's gone. What are you still doing? I'm like, yeah, but she said to wash my mouth out with soap. And so, so many different things. My mom took care of me when I was sick. She was just, she's a great mom, still is a great mom. So mom, we love you. And and I've been blessed to have heard, also been blessed with, with Sarah, um, my, my wife. She's I've learned so much from watching Sarah. She is, we have a blended family. So she's a mom and she's a stepmom. And, and watching her is, is, is amazing. Uh, reminds me a lot of my mom, the way she serves, the way she loves, um, the way she cooks, just amazing cook. But Sarah, you know, Sarah's such an amazing example uh, to, to all of our children. She, she prays. For, for all of her kids, um, she loves them well. She listens well. Sometimes I'm not a great listener. She listens well. She has so much, like, compassion, and um, she's generous. She's a giver, um, she's, and, and, and she leads well. There's so many different things that as I watch Sarah's life, and even though she's my wife, I watch and honor the mother that she is, you know, to our family. And I just thank God. I just thank God uh, for my mom. I thank God for, for Sarah and how she's a mom to our family. And, and I, just, I just learned so much from them and, and the wisdom that she speaks with and, and just the grace that she carries in her life and her example. I'm telling you, it, it, it kind of goes into what I'm going to be teaching about. Uh, mom, the greatest thing you can give your family is your example, your example. And maybe you haven't been perfect. Maybe you haven't done everything well, but I'm telling you, you can, you can start today and by giving them, uh, an example and, and, and a pattern to follow after. And, and so mom, thank you. And Sarah, thank you for being such great examples. And we love you. And, uh, we're going to open our Bible to Luke chapter uh, one, and um, and I'm going to share a, a few things with you about, uh, I, I think I titled it years ago, the sermon, uh, Mother Knows Best. And so I want to pray and then share this with you. So Father, in Jesus' name, we just give you thanks and we give you praise. We honor you, God. We thank you for our moms. We thank you for the um, all the, the mothers that you have brought into our our lives and into our region. And, and, and God, we just thank you for all that you're doing in and through them. And um, we pray that they feel your love and they feel honored today as we celebrate them and as we look to your word uh, to just be encouraged and to receive truth. So may your voice leap off the page in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So Luke chapter one, uh, we're going to be looking at, at the mother of Jesus, looking at, at Mary and and a couple scriptures we're going to go through. Um, I'm not going to read the whole story of, of the different uh, chapters that we're going to look at, 
the first the first context in Luke chapter one is is actually the announcement Gabriel coming, uh, the angel of the Lord coming to share and and declare the the announcement that that. Mary is has been chosen to actually be in the earth the the mother of Jesus and that what God was going to do uh to use her uh through the the, the virgin birth to 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 bring Christ into the world and so it, you, you see that in in Luke chapter 1 and if you skip down to verse uh um 37 the angel Gabriel ends this whole whole announcement, he ends this whole thing by saying, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed. Now, a couple of things I, I want to share with you is like, so the angel Gabriel, who's a messaging archangel who comes and delivers this incredible message that is just at the appointed time where God is going to bring forth his son through the womb of a woman uh, and and this is just incredible to save the world. The Savior is going to be born. And he, he announces this, declares it, proclaims it, and, and talks about uh, uh, Elizabeth and, and how she was gonna, she's already pregnant with, with John the Baptist and, and, and just all the stuff that's happening. And then he says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And, and I just was thinking about that for an angel. This is not a preacher saying this. This is not Joseph saying this. This is not one of the priests or one of the rabbis saying this. This is Gabriel, the angel of the Lord, the messaging angel of the Lord, who's standing there from, from seeing uh, behind, you know, the veil, so to speak, seeing, knowing God, seeing God, being God's chief messaging angel, he comes and he declares in the earth to Mary, I, I, just, I just love this statement, that with God, nothing shall be impossible. And it's almost like he's saying, Mary, let me, let me just help you understand who you're working with here. Let me just help you understand, you know, something from a supernatural perspective that in your earthly mind, what I'm telling you is a little bit hard to figure out. Like, well, how is this going to, it's a little hard to figure out, but with God, with God, like nothing, no thing shall be impossible and in that context, I think there was so much faith in, when that statement was made and so much emotion in the room. And here's Mary's response to the archangel who's saying, just declaring the, 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 the possibilities of God in her life that are, are mind-blowing. And, and here's Mary's response. She's, she's saying, she, she responds. First of all, I love that she responds because not everybody responds. And she responds to the angel of the Lord saying, I am the servant of the Lord. She said, I am the servant of the Lord and may it be done unto me according to your word. That statement, that heart, that kind of faith is, is, tells me that 
that mother knows best, that Mary knows best. And that's an example that all of us, every man, every woman, every child, every human being can, can learn from that statement to understand when you are stuck and you are faced and you are overwhelmed with things that seem like they're impossible, with, with, with things that you, you, you feel like the promises of God are a million miles away. You feel overwhelmed. Mom, That you've been serving people. You've been helping. You've been helping with homework. You've been helping with dishes. You, you've been doing so much to serve everybody else that maybe you're overwhelmed. Maybe you feel underappreciated. Maybe you don't feel valued. Maybe you don't feel loved. Maybe you don't feel like anybody even cares about you because your world seems to revolve around everybody else. And you just like, you know, uh, some time just to catch your breath and just to, you know, have some time, maybe even to be alone with God. Maybe you've been struggling to have time to be with God because you're so busy helping and doing things for other people. And here's this angel of the Lord and, and that, that comes to Mary. And I just pray, I just pray that, that in this, that I, pray that I pray an angel will visit you. I pray that there'll just be like a, a visitation from the Lord for you. I want, I want you to have an encouragement to seek the Lord, but in the midst of all the stuff that you have going on, that, that, that whether it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you from the Word or an angelic visitation, just the presence of God, just a sense of God's presence will just come upon you and overwhelm you. And, and that you would have the same heart, that all of us would have the same heart that Mary had which is in response to the word of the Lord coming forth. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't, you know, get caught up and trapped in, in all the unbelief or all the, all the questions, but that we would have a heart that would say, I am the servant of the Lord, meaning I'm here to serve him and let it be done. Let it be fulfilled. Let your word be fulfilled in me. Let it be done in my life according to your word. When you don't understand how, you don't understand why, may your heart be, Lord, let it be done unto me according to your word. And, and there'll be strength that will come. See, Mary is becoming impregnated. to be, She's pregnant with the king, with king, or the savior, Jesus Christ, the king of, of all kings. But it's a principle and an example of how we as believers become pregnant with the kingdom. God is birthing something in you. God, I know it might sound cheesy, whatever, but I'm telling you, he's birthing something in you. And, and, and Mary's life is an example of how God wants to bring forth and birth forth his kingdom through our life, the life of, of his son through us. Um, and we need to have that heartbeat. We need to look at her life and, and, and let our life be an example like hers to say in the midst of all the struggle, in the midst of all the questions, in the midst of all the things that are overwhelming us, that we can have this heartbeat and we can have this confession. Let it be done unto me according to your word. I, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be done. Let, it be, let your word be fulfilled in my life. And let that be your heart. And then act on it. She acted on it. She went and spent time with Elizabeth. And then they were encouraging one another. And then she started singing a song and a prophetic song of praise and just thanking God, thanking God for, for his word. And then if you look over in Luke chapter 2, um, you see another statement that, that Mary makes that shows that, yeah, that mother really knows best. 
Um, and in Luke chapter two, uh, this is when Christ was actually born and God gives these, uh, the angels come and, and they declare this message to the shepherds that were, that were in the field. And then they come and they find um, Jesus and, you know, and they come and make the, the saying, like look in verse 17, Luke two, verse 17. Now, when they, heard, when they had seen him, uh, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. This, this verse just jumps out at me. I love these, these statements that Mary makes that are, that are so key in, in, in profound moments. So... Mary just, she, that phrase means that she treasured these things in her heart. She didn't go out and just go run her mouth. She didn't go out and just, you know, uh, she didn't go out and just say and just repeat what was happening. She didn't just go, you know, proclaim it to others. She took the time to treasure the moment and understanding what God was doing and and she just took time to treasure it in herself and took time to consider. And actually, when it says to ponder and it means to consider, it means actually putting two and two together. So having a heart from when the angel spoke to her and her heart was, let it be done unto me according to your word. Now we see when the, when the promise is being fulfilled and the, the king has come, has come forth and, and now we're seeing the results of this child being born, the savior you know, of the world. And, and other people are now celebrating and seeing what happens and angels are now speaking the message of what God is doing uh, in and through Mary, sp speaking it to shepherds. And these shepherds come and she's, she's, she's taking note. See, sometimes we get so busy that it's, it's hard to have the first statement. Sometimes we get so, so overwhelmed with stuff. We, 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 we're, so, we're pulled in so many directions and especially mothers pulled in so many directions that it's hard to kind of just have that first statement of, of I am the servant of the Lord and, and may it be done unto me, may it be done unto me according to your word, according to what you speak to me. And then sometimes it gets so busy when God is even doing something and birthing something and people are celebrating and seeing what God is doing that we don't take time to treasure it in our heart. And to ponder all the things that are being said and being done. And like, like things just kind of need to slow down and go in slow motion. And take note of what God is doing. Take note of what is happening. And, and then begin to put two and two together to understand the work of the Lord. Um, not just in your generation, but the work of the Lord in, in your life. And how he is using you. So you can stop and you can begin to thank God. Man, I'm telling you, it, it's sad. There's so, sometimes, you know, that, that sometimes we don't value things in, until, until they're gone. Sometimes we don't value people until they're gone. Sometimes we don't value the, the, what God is doing in our life. We don't even notice it because we're so preoccupied with other things that the main thing that he's doing, we, it's hard to take notice of. 
because we feel so overwhelmed or we feel so stretched or we feel so whatever. And that, but then we look back years and say, man, you know what? When I look back, I have a different perspective. And when I look back, I can take note of all that God was doing. Well, that's okay to do that. There's nothing wrong with looking back and honoring and celebrating. But what, what mother knows best about is she was in the moment taking note. She wasn't looking back. She was looking in. She was looking in the moment. And I pray that with all the stuff you got going on, that you would not only have the heart that says, let it be done unto me according to your word and have a right response to God, but that as God is unfolding these promises in your life and, 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 and things are moving around you, that you would also begin to treasure, treasure what God is doing in your heart. Treasure what he's doing in your children. Treasure what he's doing in, in your husband. Treasure what he's doing in your friends. Treasure what, treasure what he's doing in and through your life so you can, you can focus in it and you can celebrate and take note of it and, and experience, taste, smell, feel, sense, and see the value of the presence of God and the work of God you know, in your life right now. So many times, maybe not you, but so many times, the temptation is to be so busy and so preoccupied, so distracted that we don't notice the good things. We, can, we tend to be, at least a lot of people tend to be critical and tend to be, you know, always point out the negative first. Um, maybe even with, with, you know, I'm going to speak to the family now, maybe even with your mom. Maybe you, you, you have a tendency of always pointing out the negative. Well, on this Mother's Day, I want you to see the positive. See the thing that you can celebrate in her and say that to her. Share that with her. Mom, here's what I do love about you. Mom, here's what I do know about you. Mom, here's what I do celebrate about you. And you may have a handful of things that irritate you, but I promise you there's a handful of things that irritate her <laughs> about you. But instead of focusing on those negative things, take time to notice in the moment. Don't, don't wait till it's too late. While there's breath in your body, take time to treasure these things in your heart and, and also not just notice it to celebrate and give honor and value and affirm and encourage one another based on the things that we can honor about one another and you can honor about your, your mom, but, but also put two and two together. See, when, when, when you allow the Holy Spirit to give you discernment, and give you wisdom, then, then sometimes you won't overlook or, or miss the thing that God is doing right here in the moment. Be still. Know that he is God. I'm telling you, that's what I celebrate in the struggle of the season of what our world is in right now. I pray through the struggle and the battle and all the hardships that we have faced in the last few months that I pray at some capacity you have learned to slow your pace down, to value these things, to value and notice Notice what God is doing that you can begin to to see, you know, in real time how he's putting this together and putting this together in your in your life and you can celebrate it. The last scripture I want to share with you is in John chapter two. I won't share the whole story with you. Um, this is where Jesus really did his first miracle and it was the the wedding at, at, at Canaan and and. Um, and this is just I'm not going to read the whole story, but I want to read in John chapter two. Uh, we'll start um, in verse 1, John chapter 2 and verse 1. And on the third day, there was a wedding in, in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. 
Now, both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, the mother of Jesus said to him, meaning saying to Jesus, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does, uh, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother uh, said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. That statement is just, man, that's just, that's a sermon in and of itself. So Mary, the mother of Jesus, understanding who her son really is, understanding probably things in the moment, noticing things in the moment, because she lived, these three statements show us that she has a responsive heart to God. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Uh, shows that she she can focus and, and put away the distractions and take note and treasure in her heart and put together with with a spirit of discernment what God is doing in a moment. And she can kind of have a boundary and put away distractions in order to notice the thing that, that God is doing that other people may not be able to notice. And then she sees the problem here at the wedding and 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 she talks to her son like, you know, you can do something about this. And, and then she says that this is that, that amazing statement. Whatever he says, he goes to the servant, says, whatever he says to you, do it. I'm telling you that is that I remember saying, teaching this scripture uh, many years ago and just the profound impact that it had of what, what a statement, whatever he says to you, do it. Whatever he says, do it. And so with this Mother's Day, uh, I just want to encourage you with this. Um, I just sense even the Lord right now just, just putting something on my heart to just encourage you to um, not only have these kind of statements, to, to learn from a mother that seems to know best, to have that responsive heart to God, to have that heart that takes note in the moment and, and the distractions do not overwhelm us. Do you know, Mom, it's okay for you to say no? It's okay um, if you have been overwhelmed in serving your family and serving other people uh, that, that, and maybe have even gone unappreciated and gone a little too far in serving. It's totally okay for you to draw some healthy, God-given boundaries and to say no, because your life matters too. And you need to be able to hear the Lord yourself. You need to be able to, to take time not to be selfish and not to be greedy and that kind of stuff, but to be responsible to have time for you and the Lord. Because everybody else's emergency is not your responsibility. Your kids are going to have to learn how to, how to clean their rooms, how to, how to you know, do some stuff on their own. So you can take time to be with the Lord because the greatest thing that you can give to your family is an example. An example of not how to, how to be a servant to everybody, but be a servant of the Lord. Be a servant of the Lord in your life and that his word would be fulfilled in your life. That he would, in a sense, impregnate your spirit with his kingdom coming out through your world that it would be done unto you according to his word, that you would, you would have a, a life that you would be able to, um, people could look at your life and know your walk with God and they could, 
they would trust you when you, you would tell them by experience, hey, whatever he says to you, do it. Mary knew, Mary knew by experience that, that her example was, was um, valued enough that she had the weight um, to be able to say that. Whatever he says to you, do it. And I promise you, you're going to be blessed. And so maybe you're watching right now and, and you're just really uh, struggling. And I just want you to know that we're praying for you, that we love you. And then I believe that God is, we're praying for God to just bring a time of refreshing to you, that he refreshes your soul, refreshes your spirit, refreshes your body, uh, and just with a fresh word from God. And that some of you are watching right now and, and you had a praying mom like me, and maybe a praying grandmother like I had, and, 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 and maybe a praying wife. And, and you're sitting here and you recognize that your life, you're, you're not where you should be. You know that you are, you are off track. You know you're running from God, but you got a mama and a grandmother, maybe a wife, whatever, that's been praying for you. And I can't think of a better day than Mother's Day for you to have that heartbeat that says, okay, God, I'm done. I'm done running. I'm done being selfish. I'm done doing my own thing that I do. I finally surrender. I finally surrender. And Lord, I say to you, I am your servant. And let it be done unto me according to your word. That means you're ready to respond to God. And you're ready to have the prayers of your mother answered. And you're ready to yield yourself, to stop being rebellious and stop, stop going off in that direction. That, that's, not, that, that's not God's will for your life. And you can do that today. You can, you can surrender and submit your heart to the Lord today. And the prayers of your mom can be answered. And so if you're here and you're watching and you're ready to make a decision to follow Jesus, then, then just be willing, be willing and be courageous. Uh, I like to say be, be willing and ready to end your life and let Jesus begin a new one in you. Yield your life to him. Have that heart that's open to him. Stop running and doing all the stuff that you're doing and just be still so that you can yield your life to God, surrender your life to God, and he can change you and transform you and bring a new life through you. And so if, you're, if, you, if that's you and you know God's speaking to you right now, you sense him inside of you, he's inviting you and he's calling you, and you're at a point where you're ready on this Mother's Day, to make a decision to follow Jesus, then I want to lead you in a prayer. It's a prayer that I prayed um, many years ago when I uh, gave my life to Christ and the prayers of my mom and my grandmother were answered. So if that's you, pray this with all your heart to the Lord. Pray, Heavenly Father, I believe in you. And I know you sent Jesus to be my Savior and to be my Lord. And I'm tired of running. And I believe that Jesus died my death on the cross, was buried in my tomb, and on the third day he rose again. And so today, I make a decision to submit my life to you, Lord Jesus. I repent and turn from my successes and my failures.
and I trust in you. You are king. You are Lord. Forgive me of my sin. Come live your life in and through me. Teach me your ways. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And I will serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer, then I want you to go to faithcenter.tv. Go to our website. And on the homepage towards the bottom, there's a place that says, I have decided. I want you to fill that out. Send that in so we can contact you and just, and just encourage you in your walk with God. And then call your mama. And if you have a praying mama, you call your mama and you say, Mom, I surrender to Jesus. And I'm going to serve him. And I'm going to walk with him. And God's going to answer all your prayers. And he's going to use my life um, for his glory. And then thank her for praying for you. Thank her. And if you have a mom that maybe wasn't a praying you know, mother, then we stand with you as you pray for her. That God's greatness and God's grace would be seen in her life. Because God loves her tremendously. So I want to close this time in prayer. Praying over you praying over the moms. And then tonight we'll be doing um, day uh, 32 in our 50 days of preparation at 7 p.m. for those who are part of that. So join me in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, we give you thanks. We give you praise. You reign, God. And we thank you for the moms in our life, for those that are struggling, for those that are not walking with you, Father, we pray for every mom that you would lovingly bring them back into your plan and into your purpose, God, that you would love them and that your goodness and your kindness would lead them back into the plan that you have for them and the purpose that you have for them. Let your mercy be great in their life. And Father, for all the praying moms, Father, we thank you that their prayers Uh, will be answered, and the sons and the daughters and the husbands uh, would come home and would serve you, God. And for all the moms that are struggling and they're worn out, they don't know how to say no, they're struggling, God, we pray that you give them wisdom, we pray that you give them joy, we pray that you give them peace, we pray that you give them protection, and Father, help all of us to not be critical of all the things we can point out negative about our moms, but God, give us the, the wisdom and discernment to speak honor and speak life, to speak value to put words of life in our mouth and say, Mom, we love you for this and we love when you do this. We, we love this about you. Let, them be, let honor be on their lips, God, when they talk to their mom. And Father, we pray that you help us, that the joy of the Lord would be our strength and that every person that just gave their life to you, Christ, that you would strengthen them and lead them and help them. May your blessing rest upon your people. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much for being with us today. If you prayed that prayer, go to our website uh, and let us know so we can celebrate it. I hope you have an amazing Mother's Day and clean the house for mom. We love you. See you tonight at 7. Go build the kingdom.